with Lamar Jackson still, you know, seemingly working to get a long-term deal done with the Ravens. Jeff Darlington on KJ and Max. The Phillies signed lefty reliever Jose Alvarado to a three-year contract extension. Richmond basketball coach Chris Mooney will have heart surgery and miss the rest of the season. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Miss to the OV. I used to move. It wouldn't be the Pulse with Dylan Michaels without that. (laughs) It's a Dylan Michaels staple. Anytime you hear the remix version, it is not Jack Johnson. It is Dylan Michaels running the show as the producer. Welcome into hour number two here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream us. Online at ESPNWichita.com. Smart speakers are awesome. You can tell your smart speaker to tune in to ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. And if you have a smartphone, if you want to add another app to the mix, TuneIn app is great. You can also type in ESPN Wichita, hit the heart button. That means you like us and you can take us wherever you go. It's nice and simple. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Stroutman. Producing is Dylan Michaels. You can give us a shout at 316-669-4996. If you don't want to call but still want to be a part of the show, use the text line 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN, Wichita, Pat Stroutman, Twitterless Dylan Michaels, since he had to delete his for the greater good of Chiefs Kingdom. We also have Facebook, ESPN, Wichita 92.3. If you want to send us a Facebook message, that's cool too. You should also just go there to check out the stuff that we've been promoting. Still have videos from last week with Super Bowl 57 Radio Road. That was awesome. Isaac Brown audio from earlier in the week. We also have a picture from today because we are broadcasting live from Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. You should come out here and say hi to us. I'm the only one here right now. Zach, the intern, had the bounce. No biggie. We're at 2831 North Greenwich Road in Wichita. If you come out and see me, I'll hook you up with a free T-shirt. We have three different colors, blue, dark gray, and light gray. And they are new T-shirts. So if you've had a T-shirt before from us, thank you. If you want another one, hey, stop on by. And they are fresh. They look great. They're also soft tees. Love handing them out. So if you come out here, I'll hook you up with a T-shirt. We'll also hook you up with a free range pass if you go up to the front desk here at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy and say, hey, Pat said to come here and grab one. They'll hook you up. Just tell them that you know me. And that's it. You'll get a free $20 range pass here at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. Coming up in a couple of days here at Rainier, defending your home course from 12 to 5. Next week on February 21st, so four days away, United States Practical Shooting Association is the national governing body of practical shooting in the United States under the International Practical Shooting Confederation. They host local matches here at the Academy once a month. 
So come out here, bring your gear, and get signed up. A defensive card being one course coming up March 4th. Handgun Fundamentals for the ladies coming up on March 5th. They have it all here at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy, a place that we frequent. Coming up here in hour number two at 325, so in 20 minutes, KTV Sports Director Soli Ingles, he'll be on the program. He was in Phoenix last week. He was blown away by Radio Row, and he should be. It's the place to be, which is why we were there last week. The only station in Wichita to go out to Phoenix, Arizona, and give you coverage of Super Bowl 57. We're the only ones, man. Pretty cool to see that. That's how cool we are. And it was all made possible by our wonderful sponsors, Eaton Roofing and Exteriors, Toppers Plus, and Davis Liquor Outlet. 3.45, we'll finish up the show, Buy or Sell with Dylan Michaels. Plus, we'll do What's on Tap. We'll tell you what's coming up this weekend, both on the station as well as what's going on in college basketball. Well, Dylan, since you don't have Twitter, this is going to be hard. I might have to ask you. I might have to flip it. Because normally for a Final Four Friday, normally I, I ask four Twitter poll questions, and then I have to guess the percentage. I'm not going to be able to guess the percentage because you have to tell me what it is. So you're going to have to be the one that guess, oh, I guess. No. So we're going to flip the script. I'll give my guess before I actually look it up, and then Dylan's going to have to guess as well. So this segment is going to be a little bit different, but it's brought to you by the great people at Air Quality Control. Hey, the weekend is here, but Air Quality Control is there for you seven days a week. Call 316-295-1195. That's 316-295-1195. That's air quality control. If you need help with your AC, furnace, whatever you need, air quality control, when they say they're there for you seven days a week, they are there for you seven days a week. So we have four Twitter poll questions. Go to Pat Strathman, ESPN Wichita. Please go and vote. If you don't want to use Twitter, if you want to be like Dylan and continue that I have Twitter, feel free to use the text line, 316-247-0923. First one up, how many more Super Bowl wins for Patrick Mahomes? Because, of course, we have to ask that question, right? Zero, one, two, three or more. Those are the four Twitter poll options. You should go to Twitter and vote. All of these questions I think are good. I think you'll like them. So Patrick Mahomes just got done picking up his second Super Bowl win. He has two Super Bowl MVPs. He has regular season MVPs. He has allowed the Chiefs to host five consecutive AFC championship games. The Kansas City Chiefs, are they a dynasty? Well, some would say that you got to get one more Super Bowl championship win in order to be considered a dynasty. I would also be in that camp. One more Super Bowl win, then you a dynasty. Patrick Mahomes even said it best himself, hey, we're not a dynasty, we still have so much more to go. But I think it's interesting with how many more he could actually win. So when Kansas City, when they got Patrick Mahomes and you saw the talent, you're thinking to yourself, all right, how many wins would Patrick Mahomes get? How many wins would you be cool with? Two, three, four? 
some people were pretty unrealistic. Some people were thinking six. I legit saw some people say six Super Bowl championships for Patrick Mahomes. As much as I would love that, it's also a little bit unrealistic, right? I know the guy's a good quarterback, but come on. Six? I thought two. Two would be great with Patrick Mahomes. The fact that he got a second one, because the list of quarterbacks who have won one Super Bowl, when you go to two, the list shrinks quite a bit. So Patch Mahomes has a second one. He's doing things that no one else has really done before. So Patrick Mahomes getting two, you know, probably should be okay with it. But, of course, things adjust. You look at the Super Bowl window, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, now what does it look like after the second Super Bowl championship? How many more is he going to get? I don't think the answer is zero. I think three or more, I think you're delusional if it's three or more. I don't think he's going to get the Tom Brady. I don't think any, I don't think any quarterback's really going to get the Tom Brady. As much as I love, love Patrick Mahomes, I just don't know if he's going to be able to get to that point because so many different things can can happen and change and and th- and that's why we talked about it earlier on. The L.A. Rams last year won the Super Bowl. This year, terrible. Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs could be bad again next year, which is why this year we all thought, all right, they make it to the Super Bowl, that's great. That's terrific. Two's probably the correct answer. I would say one more, and I'd just be okay with it. But I can see him getting the four total, and that's probably it. Because things can, can change in a hurry. And the Chiefs, they have some questions to address even in the near future, in the next two or three years, with Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Offensive line, they're going to have to address a lot of that stuff and how they're going to handle things when Patrick Mahomes does get older, what happens to Patrick in his game. So two is probably the correct answer for me. question is, what are the other people thinking? I'm going to say I can see people saying three because people are just insane. People just want to say that he's going to win seven like Tom Brady. If I'm going to say two, I like to think that my Twitter followers are a little bit smarter than that. So I'm going to say two, and my guess is going to be 42%. Dylan, where are you going to go with as I look up the question? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with three. I don't think plus. I think it. I would think five, just to outdo Montana and Bradshaw, but still. Fall so you short think he has three more left in his system? Yes, I think he gets two. Pretty close here, and then he goes kind of a Brady span where it's a long time, and then right before he goes out, I think he gets one more. So I guessed in the 40s, two is the majority winner at 53%. Three or more is the second second one at 33%. One, 5.6%. Zero actually got more votes than one. <laughs> okay. Those must be Broncos fans. Right. <laughs> That must be the only way to describe it. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. 316-247-0923. Got this on the text line. I said the word dynasty, so I figured that someone would bring up something here. I say a dynasty is three in six years or four in eight, et cetera. So one more in the next two years, I think that's the NFL sixth dynasty. I think it gets two more. I'm not sure. I'm sure I'm not the first to define a dynasty that way, but it just makes sense. Yeah, for sure. 
and I, and I like your logic. I, I think your logic is fair. Dynasty is such a word that gets thrown around so loosely. There are so many words now that get thrown out there so loose, loosely. The greatest of all time. Oh, he's the greatest player of all time. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, so people are saying. He's not Tom Brady, bro. He's not there yet. Guy has a long ways to go when it comes to that. Dynasty in that way, I think that's fair. Three and six, sure. Four and eight, absolutely. I can see it. If if you get four championships in an eight-year span, that's uh, – <laughs> That's pretty darn spectacular. 50% of the time you're winning the Super Bowl. That's not too bad. They've been to three. We'll see if they'll make it four next year when Patrick Mahomes returns. We'll see what else they have going on as well. On to Final Four Friday, question number dos. Who retires first, Travis Kelsey or Andy Reid? We talked about this on Tuesday with our Super Bowl leftovers. Travis Kelsey in one to three years. Travis Kelsey in four-plus years. Andy Reid in one to three. Andy Reid in four-plus. So I was waiting for someone to bring up. They both would retire at the same time. And Dan from Twitter, he is the one that noted, trick question, I think they'll retire together. I was waiting for someone to bring that up. I was waiting for it because I can see that happening too. Now, when we talked about it earlier on Tuesday, Travis Kelsey's on the wrong side of 30. Andy Reid's not playing the game. He's not taking the hits like Travis Kelsey is. He's not taking the blows. You have guys like Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick that are still coaching, and Andy Reid is younger than them by five or six years, if I recall correctly. Andy Reid has Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. As much as he might like Eric Bieniemy, And if Eric Bieniemy leaves, might I add, I find this to be interesting, too. Does that say that Andy Reid is going to stay there a little bit longer? Because supposedly he's the one calling all the plays still. He wants Eric Bieniemy to be the guy somewhere. I just don't think he wants him to be the guy in Kansas City in the next three years because, well, Andy Reid plans on being there because he has Patrick Mahomes, a generational quarterback. Why would Andy Reid leave? So Andy Reid, although he's getting up there in age, he's got two Super Bowls with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think there's a good chance that he could go until he's 70. Travis Kelsey is 33, about to be 34. Do you really think he's going to go until he's 37, 38 years old? I I don't know. I just don't I just don't see it with Travis Kelsey. Now, he hasn't shown any signs of regression. That's what's encouraging. But at some point it's going to happen. At some point it does. Tom Brady, I think if we finally saw it this year. It's like, "Oh man, Tom, just get out," which is why he's retiring. Travis Kelsey, we're going to see that regression next year? I hope not. I like to think Andy Reid's going to be around longer than Travis Kelsey, but Jack made the argument that he thinks Travis Kelsey is going to make it longer than Andy Reid. I think it's a fun little conversation. We can sit here and argue it every single day. Obviously, we're not going to know for a little while longer. At least, I don't think so. So, 
Who retires first, Travis Kelsey or Andy Reid? I don't know who people are picking. I'm sure people think that Andy Reid's going to be done. Done before Travis Kelsey. Just because Andy Reid, what else does he have left to prove? And that could be it, too. What else does he have left to prove? Guy's already a Hall of Fame coach. I like to think if he gets one more Super Bowl, then he'll be done, which is why one to three years probably makes sense for Andy Reid. So that's probably the answer. I better stay in the 40s again. 49%, although it's might as well just make it 50%. But 49% Andy Reid in one to three years, that's when he'll retire, and Travis Kelsey will still be playing, I guess. That's, that's what people are thinking. Dylan, what do you think? As I pull up the Twitter poll question. That was going to be my answer, too. Because if they win next year, I could see him doing the Bill Walsh right off into the sunset at three, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I, got, I, don't know. But I, I just find it see... amazing because I think it depends on – I think it, if we're going to go that route, if we're going to say he rides off into the sunset, then, man, I just look at Andy Reid, and like I said, I, he's not the one taking the hits. And I just – I just look at Travis Kelsey and go, how much longer do you think he's got? As as great as he is, he's going to have a year where he doesn't reach 1,000 yards. He's going to have like 600. He's going to maybe have an entry play season. There's a legit chance that could happen. Yeah. I I will go with – I'll go with you. Like, read one to one to three. Okay. Uh, like if, if that's what you think is the one, I'll also go with the majority because okay. I just feel like – I don't know. Travis will try his best to keep playing as long as he can, I feel like. And, and right. Reed might. Because Reed's been in it for much longer than Travis before and all the yeah. assistant years and everything. So, I don't know. That's that's just where I base that on. That's you, fine. You could very well be right, too. Just, I mean, I don't know. I, like I, mean, I have no idea. I, I just look at the amount of guys and how many hits you're taking. I just can't get over that. And with Travis Kelsey, when you saw the little back injury pop up going into the Super Bowl, who says that that doesn't happen more frequently? That's a good Travis point. Kelsey, and they're and they're doing better. And I, I was talking to Jack about this. I don't think anyone has stated stated this. Maybe someone has. But how many snaps did he, did he play this year for the Chiefs on offense? I, I told Jack, I was like, do you think it was above or below ninety percent? And I think he said it, he would pick below at like eighty five. I go. That number should only go down from here on out. It should slowly go to 80%, 75 70%, with hopes that you're going to have another wide receiver or another tight end that's going to be really good. Because he can't continue to be the same guy over and over again. And if he does, the guy's Iron Man. <laughs> He's a cyborg if he continues to do that. So Andy Reid is the correct answer, according to our voters on Twitter. Andy Reid in one to three years, 57%. Kelsey in one to three at 19%. I figured that that would be the second option. Some people believe Travis Kelsey is going to be around for four-plus years at four at 14%, and then Andy Reid in four-plus years at 10%. So no one's believing that Andy Reid's going to be around <laughs> for four years or more, it seems like. So maybe it is one more Super Bowl, and that's that. Two more Final Four Friday questions before we get to Sully Ingles. Final Four Friday, question three. Which Super Bowl win was more satisfying for the Chiefs? This past one or the one before that when they took down the San Francisco 49ers? I only ask this question because, I don't know, the one a couple of years ago against San Francisco 
that was, see, for me, not seeing my team win the Super Bowl. It's like my reaction when I saw the Royals win for the first time. I just couldn't believe it. I was in awe. And then to see them beat Philadelphia, I don't think I had this <laughs> this feeling of like wanting to tear up. Because I don't know. I don't want to say I expected it because I thought Philadelphia was going to win the game. So obviously that's not true. I don't know. I, I think the reason why the first one was more satisfying because that was the first one with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. That one always, to me, is going to feel a little bit more special. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because it's the first one I've ever seen as a Chiefs fan. Maybe that's why. But to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that was regarded as the team to beat in the Super Bowl, you're certainly going to look back on, on that in the future. You'll remember the offensive line giving up zero sacks. You'll remember Isaiah Pacheco rushing for nearly 80 yards. You're going to remember Patrick Mahomes throwing one incomplete pass in the second half against Philadelphia's defense. You're going to remember Harrison Bucker banging through a huge field goal essentially at the horn. You're going to remember Kadir's toning the big punt return to set up a goal to go at the five-yard line. You'll remember that in the future for sure. But that first one just felt a little bit different to me compared to the one I saw this past weekend. Not like I didn't enjoy it, because I absolutely did. But the first one legit almost made me tear up. I think I got down on one knee. <laughs> I was with a group of friends, and I'm like, my team won the Super Bowl. My team. My team did it. So I'm going to choose that myself, but I'm sure people are going to remember this one a little bit more because in the first one, it's not like Patrick Mahomes played extremely well. This time around, Patrick Mahomes in the second half didn't throw for over 200 yards, but the guy was flawless in the second half, didn't force anything. I thought he was spectacular. So I'm sure this most recent one is going to be the pick. What do you think, Dylan Michaels? L-I-V or L-I-V-2-2? One-one. I-I. I'm going to go with the longer one for sure, the second, the latter. I feel like it was more satisfying because it's the second one and everyone said that we wouldn't do it. And maybe you felt like you kind of started to believe that a little bit because it was 50 years since our last one, and it is hard to win Super Bowls in the NFL mm-hmm. more than really any other sport because of injury and roster turnover. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to say this one's more satisfying, even though, yes, the drought being ended was amazing. But this is kind of like launching us into something that we've never seen before. 59% Super Bowl 57 compared to Super Bowl 55 at 41%. Hey, I don't blame you. To each their own. That first one, I have a wasp mug. I don't know if I'm going to have <laughs> a mug for this one. I do have two hoodies, though. Maybe a <laughs> corn a <flag>. dog. <laughs> Maybe so. All right, last one before we get to Sully. Final Four Friday question four. Travis Kelsey will be guest hosting NBC's Saturday Night Live on March 4th. Oh, my goodness gracious. If you could pick one Chiefs Kingdom player to host, who would it be? And everyone's like, duh, it's Travis Kelsey. And, look, I I understand. It should be Travis Kelsey. But Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, could you imagine Frank Clark hosting Saturday Night Live? Imagine that for a second. Yeah, that would be amazing. Imagine Frank Clark doing it. Frank Clark would be insane. But here's why Travis Kelsey is the answer. 
I'll be I'll be really curious how he's worked into you know some of the acts. I think there's going to be some fun stuff there. Travis Kelsey, with what he's able to do as like the reincarnated version of the Rock. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he's basically trying out for the WWE. That's what he's doing here. He's trying out for the WWE is what I would say. The the fact that he can do that stuff and is so entertaining. That's why he's the top answer, without question, which is why someone's like, uh, dude, what are you talking about? I don't think there's anyone else on the roster. But someone also mentioned Patrick Mahomes in gift form. I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing Patrick. I think Patrick would be kind of you know, sneaky funny. You know what I mean? I think he'd be kind of funny. Frank Clark would just be unhinged. It's <laughs> yeah. the only way to describe that one. You'd have to get the bleep button ready for that. I was about to say, so. they'll have their hand over the dumb button. <laughs> yeah. Well, for Travis Kelsey, you'll probably have to have that too, right? And Chris Jones. Yeah, figured as much. So Kelsey's a top answer. I'm sure you would agree. And as I look here, Travis Kelsey, 59%. Yeah, I, I was going to say 67 59% Travis Kelsey, 19.5 for Patrick Mahomes, 15% for Frank Clark, 7% for Chris Jones. If you want to change those numbers, you can certainly do it. Go to Twitter, Pat Strothman, ESPN Wichita. Vote on our final four Friday questions brought to you by Air Quality Control. All right, coming up next, Cake TV Sports Director Soli Angles as we continue the broadcast live from Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. Due to recent changes in Kansas law, many more residents are participating in sports wagering. But here's an important reminder to keep the fun in the game. If you're into sports betting, only bet with money you can afford to lose. Don't let problematic sports gambling ruin the game for you. If you or someone you love is already experiencing problematic gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER and ask to be referred to a counselor. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services and the South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Saturday, College Game Day is coming to Lawrence for KU and Baylor. Tune in to ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM for live coverage from Allen Fieldhouse beginning at 9 a.m. Grady was the best player in the game for us. Kevin was without question the second best player. Finds the love, hits the three-pointer, Bears lead by eight. You'll hear from Bill Self and the Jayhawks and Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears before two of the Big 12's best matchup at Allen Fieldhouse. It's all on your home for college hoops. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Message data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? 
For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I even found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Don't wait. Workplace Open Enrollment is here. Let SelectQuote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes, call 1-800-449-8811. That's 1-800-449-8811. 1-800-449-8811. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. All right, Dylan, I got to ask, did Jack Johnson tell you to play something for the West Coast for our next guest, or did you just randomly pick this one? Oh, I randomly picked this one. Wow. How about them apples? KTV sports director Sully Ingles is smiling. He's probably grinning ear to ear right now. Sully, how about them apples? Man. Mama made the breakfast with no hog. What can you say? It was a good day. <laughs> what else needs to be said, really? The Lakers beat the Supersonics, right? It's a good day. I mean, you know, it's, it's always a good day. You know, they did a whole, like, uh, breakdown of that song where yes. they, like, found the exact day it was with, like, you yes. know, the Supersonics twice that year, and they checked, like, the temperatures. One of my favorite Twitter threads. Without question. Did they officially find a day that actually worked, or was it just... Came close. Oh yeah, they found the exact day. No, I think it was. It was like. Uh, well, we, I don't think they ever confirmed it, but they found an exact like the Lakers beat the SuperSonics. It was like a seventy-five degree, no overcast day, and like three or four other variables all lined up. So we got we're okay. we're locked in on Cube. He's he's running from us. <laughs> okay, like it. All right, Sully. Well, you're back from Phoenix, like much like me. How was Super Bowl Radio Row? How was that experience for you? Oh, yeah, I mean, that that first day in there, maybe the highlight of the entire trip, um, probably hard to beat the game, but just personally being around there, I mean, you saw it all, but with the people at home just kind of rubbing elbows with Hall of Famers, you know, your favorite media personalities, current players, uh, just <laughs> everyone was there, it felt like, you know, in the entire NFL or around the NFL. So it's pretty special, and, you know, you're just locked in, very long days, as you know as well, but uh, they're all worth it, and they're all very rewarding to, to be around that kind of thing, because you, know, you never know when you're going to get back. Yeah, favorite favorite personalities, not including one from ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM, and one Pat Strothman. Um, I, I got to say, uh, you, you talked <laughs> I knew you're – if Shane was there, you would have loved it. Yeah, you would have been like, yeah, it's not my favorite personality. It's Shane Dennis. But that Pat Strothman guy, exactly. screw him. Um, you did talk yeah. to a few different guys. Who was the, the number one guy – in your opinion, was it? I know you talked to LaShawn McCoy. Did you also talk to Saquon Barkley? I think I saw that too. So who who was number yeah, one my, my on your partner, list? My partner Shane talked to Saquon Barkley, but he got that. But that was cool. Saquon seemed like a very nice guy. They were from the same hometown, so he kind of grabbed an exclusive there. Uh, shout out to the Pennsylvania kids. Uh, I would say yeah, LaShawn McCoy probably won, and Bruce Arians probably the other. They're both very nice, very knowledgeable. You know, put together a little story about Andy Reid and. What makes him great? Why people love him so much? So obviously, two guys, Lashawn. You know that's his boy. He said, you know, <laughs> that's his favorite coach of all time. Called him the greatest of all time. And the Bruce Arians, just a lot of respect for Andy. So those are just two very cool conversations. And guys, you know, you watched Lashawn. You watched him grow in your entire life. 
uh, Bruce Arians, you know, the last 15 years has been one of the best coaches of the NFL. So very cool to, to be one-on-one with them and kind of get a little inside knowledge. Well, wasn't it LaShawn McCoy that talked smack about Eric Bieniemy? Yeah, and that was kind of funny because, you know, you're working on, on like, such the fly, you know, when you're there. You just see people and you're like, all right, let's try and grab him. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Like, luckily, you know, uh, we were kind of lined up to talk to LaShawn. We're waiting. I was like, yo, do you have a second? He's like, yeah, just give me a moment. He's, like, finishing something up at the uh, TikTok booth over there at Radio Row. But I looked it up. I was like, remembering his tenure with the Chiefs. And I was like, I know there was something that was said. I can't remember who it was about. I couldn't remember if it was, like, him and Andy had ended on bad terms. I was a little worried going into it, but, like, 15 seconds before I came over, I found an article about the enemy. You know, very relieved. So we just avoided that topic and uh, concentrated on Andy. See, I would have I would have brought it up. Had LaShawn been walking around Radio Row, he would have brought it up. But, see, you have to be careful because those guys yeah. are there just – I mean, they know what they're doing. They, they're, they're okay talking to people, but they don't want to be – Pestered. So my guy, LeGarrette Blunt, like some guys, like, oh, did you talk to him about the hip? Blah blah blah. I was like, no, he would, he would hate that. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to do that. Exactly. I like LeGarrette. It's he's a, a nice enough of a guy to me. So I'm, I'm not going to do anything. Plus, he's, he's getting paid by a company to be there. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like, that'd be stupid. Why would I do that? Anyhow, yeah. it's not the place to like press athletes on, on things. You know, it's. It's right. For a lot of them, too, like you said, they're being paid so to be there. Saquon, what's it like having product. Daniel Jones as your quarterback? Doesn't it suck? You know, yeah, you don't want to do that. Exactly. Like, no, you don't want to do that. It's uh, it's all you know. It is kind of a lot of fluff in that sense. Besides the actual game itself, I think where you kind of get to get a little more in depth. But it's yeah, it's more of just kind of a fun experience to be around. You're just chopping it up, trying to keep it as you know conversational as possible. Not a, the X's and O's, maybe always not necessarily the hard hitting topics, but good content either way. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so Chiefs, they won the Super Bowl 38-35 over the Eagles. What was your number one takeaway? I think this has to be how dominant the Chiefs' offensive line was first. You know, they were it was kind of billed as like, oh, they're going to get dominated on both sides, really. Eagles' offensive line too good. Chiefs' offensive line, I mean, there's a reason they wore those shirts at the parade, zero sack. You know, you got to talk your talk when you have the opportunity after you walk the walk like that. I think that was just the deciding factor in this one. Um, I think the Mahomes factor is always, you know, something that it, it kind of goes without saying. Like, you know that it's going to give you a certain advantage. And, uh, you know, that was, that was the sound coming out of the building. As soon as the game over, a lot of people coming out saying, you know, for a long time it was never bet against Brady in these types of moments. Right now it's no bet against Mahomes. And uh, I think he just, <laughs> you know, the Chiefs have gone on this kind of, uh, they've, they've been cutting fights talking about how no one believed him then. Certainly a lot of people pick against them to win the division things like that. Um, but when you have Patrick Mahomes, you're always in a pretty good spot. Well, I mean, I know they want to throw that out there. Talking to Sully Angles, KTV Sports Director here on the Pulse. I, I know people are like, really? The Chiefs are really gaslighting all these people, saying people have bet against them, so on and so forth. Look, I was at Super Bowl Radio Row Monday through Friday. The overall theme was the Philadelphia Eagles, 2 through 53. They're the better team. They just don't have Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, okay, so everyone I talked to, Philly, 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 Philly. That was the pick, was Philadelphia. The the only one who actually picked the Kansas City Chiefs that was unbiased, the only one that picked the Chiefs was Mina Kimes. She was the only one. Everyone else picked Philly, but Mina Kimes was the only one that picked Kansas City Chiefs. So as much as everyone wants to sit here and talk about, well, the Chiefs, come on, it's a little ridiculous if they're saying this. Okay, yeah, maybe, but 
I don't know. I was there at Super Bowl 57 Radio Row, and there was a lot of damn talk about Philly being this dominant team compared to Kansas City, which had Patrick Mahomes and basically a bunch of scrubs. Yeah, I do definitely agree with you on that. Within the certain game there, underdogs going into the game, everyone on the broadcast who fit Philadelphia, essentially. I think you certainly could have concentrated on that and talked that talk. And they had a good reason to talk, you know, kind of beyond that, too. There are plenty of clips floating around Twitter and on social media. You can go find that talk about certain, you know, broadcasters, certain analysts picking the Chargers in the division, saying that they're going to have a down year, saying that Mahomes doesn't have enough weapons, saying, you know, A through Z, whatever you want to call it. So... When you do silence the haters like that, you know, I, I am a firm believer in it that you do not need to have a humble victory. You don't need to say, like, hey, we played a great game. You know, they're, they're a great team. But, you know, we knew we always had it in it. Talk your talk, man. If you win the Super Bowl, you know, people don't do that their entire careers for the most part. If you get two in the last four years, talk your talk and let them know that you're here and you're not going to be messed with. Yeah, just like everyone yelling at Juju Smith-Schuster for creating that awesome Valentine. Oh, that was legit. Exactly. I mean, come I mean, on. Yeah, like – it is, you know, you can call it, you want to call it like A.J. Brown. I all respect in the world if you want to reply and say that stuff, but there's no answer that you can beat than Juju just saying, I have a ring. We just beat you at the game. Like, what more can you say? You can talk about the call. The Eagles quarterback himself said it was the correct call. He was guilty of it. Uh, you can talk about just not calling it within that moment. Whatever you want to discuss, there are plenty of other plays throughout that entire game that changed the ending, changed the way things were going to go. And the Chiefs just a better team on that day. I'm just going to call you meme boy from now on, like what uh, A.J. Brown said, TikTok boy. I'll just call you meme boy I'm, I'm happy going with that. forward. That's a hard, strong part of the brand there for me, so I, I accept that. <laughs> At what point did you think Kansas City would win? Was it Kadarius Tony's punt return? Um, I think, no, for me, I felt more so that first play they called in the red zone, the Doug Peterson copy of the motion that just then flips out. Um, when they called it the first time, and you could kind of really tell that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy were, were cooking at that point in the second half, it felt like that they were a team of destiny. It didn't matter if the score was, you know, if they're going to go back and forth, it was going to become a shootout, the Chiefs were going to win that game. And defense did just enough. You get to call your way, and the rest is history. But obviously that fun return, also awesome. And serious, Tony, midseason pickup. What more could he ask for in the biggest moment of the game? I almost thought he or Pacheco deserved the MVP more than Mahomes. Mahomes obviously great, playing on one leg, did so much. But those guys were so critical to the win. Yeah, Kadarius Tony was in the front running uh, for MVP in my eyes. I was going to go Kadarius. But then when you look at the numbers, I know Patrick Mahomes didn't throw for over 200, but he had one incomplete pass in the second half. <laughs> like, And the guy didn't force anything. He, he just played yeah. his game. And that's why we yeah. said last year might have been the, the worst thing to happen in the NFL because Patrick Mahomes said, all right, I'm going to learn from this, and I'm going to be this type of player. I'm not going to force anything, and guess what happened? He had he had longer touchdowns or longer passes this year than, than when he had Tyreek Hill. He was able to, to get more guys involved. He did more checkdowns. He was just a completely different quarterback here for this year. Still same old Patrick, but also a little bit different by being this guy that could just take – the defense is giving him. All right, Wichita State, let's get into some basketball here real quick. We can talk Chiefs for the re- remainder of the show, but we've done a lot of that here today. <laughs> Wichita State gets the win at Temple. This team continues to just be, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's so intriguing. They're, they're so good on the road, which is you know really interesting. But what I find interesting is you want to say that the 
game of basketball is a game of runs. Wichita State is just a team of runs, man. I mean, that's just that's just what they do. Like they might give up a 15-0 run, but they'll hit you right back with a 16-0 burst, and they'll win by 14. So what do you make of the Shockers matching uh, their uh, losses in conference play with uh, wins in conference play? What did you think of, of that yesterday against Temple? Yeah, I mean, I think to a certain degree, people are sort of not appreciating this team as much, and rightfully so. You know, they're such a historic program. They should be a greater height. But the group itself, like, this is what it is right now. You can either support them or you can't support them. And if I was someone at home, if I was a fan, I'd be supporting these guys. It's a fun team to watch play. You may never know who's going to be starting. You may never know what the rotation is going to look like. But the guys out there, you can never doubt their effort. You can never call that out because they're giving it all every night. And I think it's a fun team. Jaquan Walton has turned to an all-conference type player. Greg Porter, night in and night out, maybe the best and most well-rounded guard in the nation. You count in for his block shots and everything that he does for that team. Um, it's been nice to see Kenny Poto around in the shape. Brazilian's Rojas, his intensity and effort drives the team. And then just all, everyone else, everyone that gets minutes. You know, you saw Xavier Bell last night, giving a couple of big buckets in the second, buckets in the second half. The second kind of step that I think is, is giving me a greater appreciation for the Shockers. Um, and it's, it's a confusing team at the same time. You know, the record on the road, 6-3, and three, uh, going into Philadelphia, winning for the first time since joining the conference there. You certainly would have expected that, but... Uh, they're a team that is kind of you expect the unexpected, and, and they're playing some good basketball right now. And if they can keep this rolling, got a huge one coming up this week on Thursday. Get Memphis at home. You win that game, you get to the top four conference, and you get down to Fort Worth, and you're playing really good basketball. I mean, you never know, man. Crazy things have happened. Yeah, a lot of people write, roll out this team really early, and I think a lot of people are going to continue to write out this team, but. They, they have started to come to their own, and I, I just got to say, their, their offense is starting to flow. They're, they're, they're figuring themselves out, and I think there's more of an identity now with this team, or at least a better identity with this team now than obviously at the beginning of the season. Tomorrow, Kansas State, Iowa State, Wildcats in a rut. They've, they've lost some games here as of late, and now they take on Iowa State tomorrow with Caleb Grill coming to town, Mesa's own. What do you think of K-State's recent slump? Are the Wildcats in danger, or is it simply just, hey, there's still plenty of time to figure stuff out? I don't think that they're in danger. They do have a little bit more time, but what I will say is that, and you can say this on maybe every game the rest of the year with five remaining conference play, this is the biggest game of the season for K-State. Lost four of your last five at home against Iowa State, uh, a team right around you in the, in the standings. Like You need to get this win to elevate yourself in the postseason give yourself a better seating in the conference tournament. Um, just everything that they have talked about all season, expecting to win, they need to expect to win this game. This is a huge one for them. You know, right now they're on the three line. We look at the latest Lunardi projections. Um, I think they certainly deserve to be a top three team, but with the loss tomorrow, they're probably falling down to four. So the more you can do to help your postseason standing, the better right now. And they need to get this one against the Cyclones tomorrow. All right, well, last but not least, Kansas-Baylor tomorrow, ESPN College game day is going to be in the house. Is that where you're going to be tomorrow, or is that Michaela's role? Michaela will be in Lawrence, a uh, known Jayhawk fan, uh, in Missouri <laughs> grad, and then I, I'll be uh, at Bramlage for the uh, the Wheat versus Corn matchup. Okay, that's fine. Well, uh, that's fine. You can enjoy yourself at Bramlage Coliseum. It'll be a sellout crowd, so that'll be a fun atmosphere with Farmageddon on the basketball yeah. floor, but... For KU and Baylor, does the winner of this game uh, 
is this it's the winner of this game going to be a Big 12 champion of the regular season? Whether that might be a share or outright title, does the winner of this game get something at the very end of the of the day with a Big 12 title? I feel like they do. Um, I feel like it is a critical one for both teams. Obviously, you just take one peek at the standings, and that's pretty clear too. When you look at Kansas' schedule specifically, that that last game of the season against Texas in Austin, um, that's just looming large. So. I think in your final five, um, you probably need to go four and one to win the conference or at least grab a share. So you got to make sure that you only have one stumble if you're even going to do that. You'd like to go five and zero, but it's a real tough conference. So at home against Baylor, after they beat you at their place, need to have the one for KTU tomorrow as well. And they're playing great. You know, Grady Dick, that 26 performance against Oklahoma State was electric. The fans can chant uh, whatever version of his name he wants to just pump him up more. So that's been very fun to watch the kid from Wichita. All right, Sully. Well, thank you so much for your time. As always, man, you have yourself a good day like Ice Cube, and we'll talk to you again next week. You know, mess around and get a triple-double out there on air today, baby. I'll see you later. <laughs> Sully Ingles, KTV Sports Director. There he goes. It's the Pulse on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Sully Ingles on Twitter. Give him a follow and obviously see his work there for KTV. All right, well, we wrap up the show next. Dylan Michaels will be the star of the show Buy or sell time, plus what's on tap. That's straight ahead here on The Pulse as we continue the broadcast live from your Near Arms Firearms Academy. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie, the type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liberella. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Seamless Cabernet, only $9.99. And don't forget WBC's Wooshock Wheat Six-Packs, just $8.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. With Heart Pharmacy and Home Medical, managing your medications has never been easier. Get your prescriptions customized in one monthly pickup with meds organized by date and time and securely sealed in easy open packages. When it's time to take your next dose, just peel the package open and your pills are there. That's all there is to it. No boxes, no bottles, no bother. Heart Pharmacy and Home Medical is your community health mart pharmacy. Visit us at 6217 East 13th Street, North Wichita, Kansas. Health Mart. Taking the time to listen and care. You already know Eaton Roofing and Exteriors does roof repairs. It's right there in our name. But have you thought about what comes after the and? Exteriors. Eaton offers high-quality windows, doors, siding, and decks. Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Here for the life of your home. Call 316-943-0600 or visit eatonroofing.com. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I, I told y'all before the season, we got we got Coach Andy Reid. We got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I, I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. 
Never be a victim and become an asset to the Wichita community with training from the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. They offer a great selection of firearms to fit all your needs, competitive pricing on ammo, and an on-site experienced gunsmith. Come by the -the state-of-the-art indoor shooting facility and sign up to join our Rainier family for discounted products and so much more. Come by the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy and mention ESPN Wichita to receive a free range pass. Three-pointer. Good! Marquise, are you nuts? ESPN Wichita is your home for the Kansas State Wildcats. If you bleed purple, this is your station. The home of the Kansas State Wildcats. Wichita's all-sports leader. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Kansas State basketball is presented by Toppers Plus. Make your truck work for you. By the Sean L. Chapman Agency. And by You Build It, where your home's in your hands. show is almost over as we're broadcasting live from Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. Thanks to the awesome people out here for hosting us. 2831 North Greenwich Road in Wichita. Adam from our Fantasy Football League stopped on by. Dylan, how cool is that? Our guy from Fantasy Football just stopped on by, and he was just like, hey, are these the T-shirts that we're supposed to grab? I'm like, yeah. He goes, from Fantasy Football. I was like, oh, let's go. So it was great seeing him, and great just seeing all of our listeners. You guys rock, which is why we love giving stuff away. And if you want to get some T-shirts, I'm going to be here for another 10 to 15 minutes. I do have to run, though. <laughs> I do have to get get hustling back home to the old pregnant wife, so I need to do that. But I'm going to be out here reading your reading arms for a little bit, little bit longer. We're here at Greenwich Road, 2831 North Greenwich Road, Coming up in a couple of days, defending our home course on Sunday from 12 to 5. If you're wanting to learn more about that, Rainier will definitely help you out there. They have some USPSA matches coming up on February 21st. Defensive Carbine 1 courses March 4th and Handgun Fundamentals Ladies Only on March 5th. Thank you so much to Rainier Arms Firearms Academy for bringing us out here this is our home away from home. We come out here once a month. They are cool peeps, man. They are cool peeps. 316-247-0923. Text line, dang, Pat, you guys didn't mess around. Congratulations. Yeah, I made the announcement, Dylan, not too long ago. Uh, my wife and I are expecting our first child. Congratulations, man. Coming up in August. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a, an awesome week. And no matter what happened on Sunday, Win or lose, I was going to be happy uh, because certainly there's bigger and better things on the way. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so in August, there'll be a, a little one, which, you know, knock on wood, hopefully everything goes okay. We still have a long ways to go. But thank you so much to all the congratulations messages and, and everything. It's, it, it's certainly awesome. So we thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I do want to say this. Coming up, we have Sren Petra with the program. That is what's on tap here for ESPN Wichita tonight. Let's look at what else is on tap. Brought to you by Wushock Wheat. If you're a diehard Wichita State fan, show your support by enjoying a new look, new taste Wushock Wheat. 
the official beer of the Shockers. Might have a few tonight. This American Wheat Ale, brewed by Wichita Brewing Company, features a light body, clean palate, and a hint of bright citrus. It is very drinkable. If if you're on the fence, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, it's quite drinkable. The best part is a portion of all sales supports Wichita State University. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. Well, no football this weekend on the channel, but coming up, we do have overtime at 6 o'clock. This weekend, we have NBA All-Star Weekend. Did you know it was NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend, Dylan? Kind of snuck up on people. It did. Yeah, so we have the NBA Rising Stars tonight at 8. Tomorrow we'll have ESPN College Game Day at 9. K-State, Iowa State, 1 o'clock tip, pregame coverage at noon. We also have NBA All-Stars Saturday night at 7, and then the NBA All-Star Game at 6 on Sunday, plus KU in action tomorrow at 3 o'clock against Baylor. That is what's on tap. Brought to you by Wooshock Wheats, brewed by the awesome people at Wichita Brewing Company. Boy, I can go for about 10 of them right now. But before I can do that, we need buy or sell with Dylan Michaels. All right, Dylan, what you got? Buy or sell Tiger making the cut at the Genesis. Okay, so where where is he? Where's the Tiger watch? Where's he at right now? Wasn't he minus two yesterday? He was, but he had a up and oh kind of a no, Tiger! I just looked it up. Tiger Woods won over, could miss cut at Genesis Invitational. Yep. I have a buddy who uh, laid down some money <laughs> on oh, no. Tiger making the cut, and I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not ready. Uh, I love Tiger, but uh, I'm not ready. Tiger won over, boy. I'm going to have to send my uh, bud a text message here before too long <laughs> and be like, hey, you okay? How are we doing? Yeah, he's probably going to miss. All right. Top 65. The top 65 and ties will advance to play the final two rounds. So you, you better hope that some other guys mess up. Right. All right. So the next one is buy or sell. Deion Sanders will elevate to a like a higher role than he is at Colorado. Oh, so you think that he's so just going? He's, no. So what you, I'm saying is going to be successful enough for him to get to another job. At a so you think? Program. Do you think he's going to be at a really a, a big boy program like what an SEC? Yes. Yeah. Is that what yep. we're thinking? Yep. SEC program. Correct. I mean, I can definitely see it. I'll buy it. I can definitely see it. And the reason why is because if the guy is able to raise all that money and get the name, image, and likeness stuff going. That's key, man. That's a huge part of recruiting, as much as when I sit here and say it's not. But if you want the cream of the crop in terms of players, NIL, kind of a big deal. So, yeah, we'll go that route. I'll buy it. Anything else? Or is that it? I got one more. Buy or sell Derek Carr leaving the AFC. (sighs) Tampa Bay could use a quarterback. I can see Tampa wanting him. Yeah. I'm going to have to sit here and think about that one a little bit, though. Jets, I think, will wind up with Aaron Rodgers, I think. But if they don't, Derek Carr would be their backup. So, Or maybe they go Derek Carr first and call it good. That's where I'm wondering, is Aaron Rodgers, where he goes, if he goes Yeah, that's the big one. That's the big one. That's the first one. I can also see see Lamar Jackson going to Tampa Bay. I keep screaming that. Keep forgetting that. Derek Carr could also go to the Saints, too. Keep that in mind. That's, so, yeah. 
Man, it's too too early to call. I'm going to say I'm going to buy it though. I think I think he'll end up going to the Jets because maybe the Jets still want to hang on and wait for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they'll just pull the trigger anyway. So I'll I'll save that for now. I'll buy it for now. Well, that does it for us today from Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. Come on out if you come out here. Tell them that you heard them on the radio. They'll hook you up with a free range pass. For producer Dylan Michaels, I'm Pat Strothman saying so long, Wichita. Have a terrific weekend. Talk to you Monday at 2 o'clock. Sunday on ESPN Radio. The spotlight turns to the NBA's best. Here comes Showtime with the hammer. Together, Kumbo rocks the rim. Team LeBron and Team Giannis go head-to-head in the NBA 72nd NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake City. James, three, left side. That's good. LeBron James. The NBA All-Star Game, presented by Indeed. Live coverage of the NBA All-Star Game.